Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. This Shabbos, we have the privilege of reading Parshas Mitzorah. Parshas Mitzorah, according to the Chinuch, contains 11 positive mitzvos, including the purification of the Mitzorah, regarding whom we began last week in Parshas Sazria. You have the laws at the end of the parsha of what we call today Taras HaMishpacha, the laws of family purity. And interestingly, let's not forget that while we don't understand many of the intricacies of the laws of Tzora'as, what for lack of a better term we call leprosy, in this week's parsha you have Tzora'as Habayis, that which appeared on the walls of the home. And, needless to say, says the Ramban, quote, strange things are happening here, meaning this only happens in Eretz Yisrael. And how appropriate, as we'll discuss in a moment, that on this Shabbos before Pesach, on Shabbos HaGadol, we read Parshas Mitzorah, which shows of the very special relationship that God had with the Jewish people in the land of Israel. And it's such a literally wedding of the appetite for us as a prelude of things to come, of once again, that very special relationship of Hashem with His people in Eretz Yisrael. As mentioned a moment ago, this Shabbos has the designation of it being called Shabbos HaGadol, the Shabbos before Pesach. Ostensibly, the reason is because the Haftorah ends with that beautiful promise, the last Navi, put yourself in his sandals. Imagine your name is Micha and you're giving over the last prophecy. And you know what it is? He says to the Jewish people, I promise you, in the name of God, Elijah the prophet will come, and he will announce the coming of the Moshiach. He's going to come on the day before, Yom Hashem HaGodol. He's going to come before that great day. Hence, the name Shabbos HaGodol. However, the rabbis give other reasons for the designation of this day. Historically, the year we left Egypt, the 15th of Nisan when we left, was a Thursday. The Shabbos before was the 10th of Nisan, the day on which, as we read in Parshas HaChodesh, that we were to designate the Paschal Lamb on the 10th of the month of Nisan. And when the Egyptians heard the Lamb making all kinds of appropriate noises from within the homes of the Jewish people, they asked, what's going on? And the Jews answered, we're going to take the lamb, your God, and we're going to slaughter it. And they were literally defenseless and couldn't retaliate. 
That was an incredible miracle. Moreover, the rabbis tell us, based upon the verse in Hallel Hagadol, that we're going to recite, please God, next Friday, next Saturday night, at the conclusion of the Seder, Hallel Hagadol, Hodul Hashem Kitov, Kili Olam Chazdo, and there are 26 of them, and one of the 26 verses is, Lemake Mitzrayim Bivchorehem, that literally God smote, defeated the Egyptians through their firstborn. How so? Moshe warned Paro, you don't send us free, Hashem is going to kill the firstborn. And so when the firstborn of Egypt heard this, they said, look here, Moshe's track record is quite good. And they literally campaigned and tried to lobby and rally Paro to free the slaves. And so there was a civil war and many, many of the Egyptians were killed as a result of their firstborn trying to persuade Paro to let the Jewish people go free. That civil war took place on the 10th of Nisan, the Shabbos before we left. And so annually we celebrate the Shabbos before Pesach as Shabbos Hagodol. The Ramah writes that there's a custom to recite parts of the Haggadah on Shabbos Haggadol to familiarize ourselves with the text of the Haggadah. Not all had this practice. The Vilna Gaon, for one, did not have this practice. What's also special about this Shabbos is that the Rav in most communities gives a special drasha in honor of Pesach. And I'd like to therefore share with you a thought this morning, a little different from that which we usually have on Fridays, but just to whet our appetite for the forthcoming Yom Tov of Pesach. Please God, next Friday and Motsoi Shabbos, we will have the Pesach Seder. At the Pesach Seder, there are today two biblical mitzvos, the mitzvah of eating matzah, the mitzvah of Sipur, Yitzias Mitzrayim, telling the story of the exodus from Egypt, and three rabbinic mitzvos, the mitzvah of Maror, the eating of the bitter herb, the mitzvah of drinking arbakosos, four cups of wine, and the mitzvah of heseba, leaning, the mitzvah of reciting halal. These are rabbinic mitzvos that we recite and partake of at the Pesach Seder. The book is called Haggadah, 
the book that we use, based upon the fact that the mitzvah of Sipur Yitzias Mitzrayim, the mitzvah of telling the story, is done in the Magid section. We know the Pesach Seder has a very specific order to it, and so Kadesh Urchatz, Karpas Yachatz, Magid. And Magid is the telling of the story. And so, whereas all year long there's a mitzvah of Zechiras Yitzias Mitzrayim, Lemantizkor, as the Torah tells us in the fifth book, which we shall read, please God, on Achron Shal Pesach, from chapter 16 in the book of Devarim, the mitzvah of remembering on a daily basis the exodus from Egypt. Tonight, on the night of the Pesach Seder, there is a mitzvah of greater elaboration. And this elaboration, the Mishnah tells us in Psachim, page 1, 16a, at the end of the Mishnah, after the Mishnah gives us a text of the Manishtana, the Mishnah tells us that how does the father respond? He answers with, Maschil Bignus Umesayim B'Shevach. Literally, he begins the narrative of the Exodus with our disgrace, and he concludes with the praise and glory of our people. The Talmud tells us there's a basic machlokes between Rav and Shmuel. How do we understand this term of Maschil Bignus and Messiah Bishvach? Rav says that the term Bignus the degradation refers to mitchila ode avodas galilim hoyu It refers to our reciting that our ancestors really were came from idol worshippers. Terach avi Avraham, the father of the Jewish people, Avraham, his father Terach was an idolater, and. What is the shvach, the praise? The praise is that God has brought us unto His service. Mitchila, Ovde Avodazara, Yavusenu, Viakshavanao, Kevano Amakom, Lavodaso. Now God has brought us near to the divine service. And Shmuel says that the Gnus. The degradation is Avodim Hoyinu, that we were slaves to Paro, and Vayotzienu, Hashem took us out from Egypt. Now, the concept of starting with the Shlecht and ending with the good, this incredible contrast, is one that indeed we find in the Torah itself, as the Mishnah says, we are to recite the verses from the fifth book of the Torah, when a Jew brought his Bikurim first fruits to the Beis HaMikdash, 
So instead of just saying, here, thank you Hashem for the first fruits, no, he begins Arami Oviravi and discusses the early part of our history when Lavan tried to literally destroy the Jewish people, destroy Yaakov, and only by the grace of God does Yaakov get out of Lavan's clutches. So we begin with the negative, and then he concludes, the Atah, and now, Hinei Vesi, I've brought, and thank you God, for the fruit that you have, you know, given me, etc. So we find this already in the Torah. They argue, Rav and Shmuel, as to what is to be the Schlecht, and what is the good? Is it, at first glance, the spiritual, which is what Rav is saying, focusing from idolatry to monotheism, from idolatry to getting close to Hashem at our Sinai, or the physical, namely, we were slaves and now we were freed. So, interestingly, according to the Rishonim, the Rach understood that they argue Rav and Shmuel, and each one said, but theirs, and not the other. Their Haggadah and their time, when they ended their Seder, was shorter than ours, and the order of the Haggadah was different, because each one only said theirs. The Ritva says no, they both agreed to say both, Rav and Shmuel, but they only argued on the order. The Rambam seems to say that Shmuel is adding his Avodamoyinu to Rav's, namely Rav's Mitzchila Ovdei Avodah Now, the Rif says, Hilkach Nimrinu Litravayu. What do we do? We say both. Okay? And we know, we start the Haggadah with Avodamoyinu, and then afterwards, after nine paragraphs, we go to Rab's Bitchila of the Avodah What's challenging about this is two things. Why do we start with Avodamoyinu if Mitchila of the Rab's version, is chronologically earlier? And moreover, the rule in the Talmud is that if there's a debate, a machlokis between Rab and Shmuel in monetary matters, we follow. Shmuel. And in all other matters, we follow Rav. Here, at first glance, we are following Shmuel. I strongly recommend that you take a look at the Malbim and in his introduction to his Haggadah. And he points out something very interesting. And he says the following, that our starting with Avodimoyinu is not taking sides between Rav and Shmuel. No, he points out very powerfully that the Magid section, as we have it, is really divided into six parts based upon the source text, which is chapter 13 in the book of Shmos, verse 8, V'higadato Bincha, part 1, Bayom Hahu, part 2, Lemor, Part 3. And the verse continues. Bavur Zeh, Part 4. Asa Hashem Li, Part 5. Bitsei Mi Mitzrayim. And he says if you look at the structure of our Haggadah, which he strongly thinks was composed and put, compiled by 
Rabbeinu HaKadosh, the one who redacted the Mishnah, so to our Haggadah, it works as follows. Avodimahinu is not taking sides with Shmuel. Avodimahinu is telling us why we are tonight having this declaration and why we have the whole Magid section because we were slaves. And therefore, this is the Machayev. Avodimahinu is the Machayev for the Sipur. Avodimahinu tells us, yes, it is, a, it is a genus, it is a physical degradation, but this is not necessarily, in terms of maschil b'gnus u'mesayim b'shvach, they are arguing as to the following point. Rav says maschil b'gnus, the section of Lemor of the story. Avodim Moyinu is not the story, says Rav. And therefore, we start with Avodim Moyinu. And then, interestingly, we say, Yochol Mei Rosh Chodesh. I might have thought that we would tell the Pesach story on Rosh Chodesh. What is that doing there? That corresponds to the second part of the verse, Bayom Hahu. And Avodim Oyinu, the rest of the paragraph, that even if all of us are wise, we are all to tell the story. Why? Because of the Gadato Labincha. Labincha, it's all a focus on to the next generation, continuity, which is what the night of the Pesach Seder is all about. Yochomi Rosh Chodesh tells us, Bayom Ahu, that it's got to be specifically on that day, the day of the 15th, and it can't even start during the day, unlike Shabbos, that we can take in early. No, not this. It's got to be at the time of Matzah and Morah, which is only at the night. Lemor, this is the story, and that's how Rav begins. The story starts back at Metchila, and then after that, we are told, Ba'avur Zeh, comes along Rabbi Gamliel and tells us further on in the Magid section, There's the Zeh. Oso Hashem Li, says the Pasuk. Therefore, Bechol Dor Vador, in every generation, a person is to feel as if he left Egypt. And why do we have the Halel, first two paragraphs, before the meal? Because how does the Pasuk end? Bitsei Simi Mitzrayim, when I left Egypt. And therefore, explains the Malbim so beautifully, the Magid section, which gives the very book, it's Haggadah, because the verse begins, chapter 13, verse 8. This is the Haggadah, and this is the Seder. This is the order of that section. And I hope that as a result of this, we'll have a better understanding of this section of the Haggadah. And finally, look in the Rashi. Rashi says, because of this, that I will fulfill the mitzvos. Hashem took us out of Egypt for a purpose. And the purpose is that we, as His people, will perform mitzvos. The night of the Pesach Seder is not only to review the historical past 
and say thank you Hashem for all the redemptions over our long history but the night of the Pesach Seder has to be a night of resolve that just as at that very first Pesach He took us out so that we would fulfill in future years Pesach, Matzah, and Moror were to see to it at our Pesach Seder that our children and our grandchildren that are sitting around our table, that they too will continue with pride and excitement Pesach, Matzah, and Moror until the great day as the Haftorah ends, Lifnei Bo. Yom Hashem HaGodol V'Hanorah Shabbat Shalom to all